Hello, and welcome to the Adult Gamer Community Podcast. I'm Mellified, and I'm joined in hosting duties today by the esteemed Fenrir765, and the man I always imagine wearing a giant bunny suit, Hoptimus. Our community guest host tonight is Tamzilla, and the tag cast is officially Tamzilla Mother Approved. Do we get a plaque or a frame certificate, Fenrir? That would be pretty stoked. Can we put that on our uh, shelf of awards we've received so far with our three awesome podcasts? I I think we can officially, absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and uh, say hello to Hop and say hello to Tam. Why don't you guys uh, just pop in and let us know what's going on with your lives right now? Uh, I am still struggling through Castlevania. And uh, that's a good time. Other than that, everything's pretty much the same as last time. Uh, my mother would definitely be willing to give some sort of certificate or trophy. <laughs> Hi, this is Tamzilla, by the way. Uh, not much else going on with me besides work and Red Dead Redemption. So, One Red day. Dead. One Red day dead. I'll finish that. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the struggle is real. Let's jump into the news. Um, Paradox has acquired Prison Architect. Uh, this is my story of the week. Uh, I think it's really interesting. The original developer introversion ended development of the popular Create a Prison game. Uh, Paradox said they see it as a good fit with other titles they publish like City Skylines and Surviving Mars. There's no word on whether you will see a crossover allowing you to ship your prison labor to Mars or import a prison into your city and skylines, though. Fenrir, why don't you pick up our next news story? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, jump in with our tabloid gossip news story of the, I don't know, year so far. Gearbox is being sued by its former in-house counsel. This is a really crazy story if you pay attention to all the moving parts with it. The former counselor calendar claims that CEO Randy Pitchford took $11 million in bonus against future royalties for the company and that Pritchard also had parties where adult men would expose themselves to minors. He also claims that Pritchard left a USB drive in a Dallas area restaurant that had sensitive info about Gearbox, Microsoft, Sony, as well as underage pornography. A lot of damning statements coming through there. A former VP of Gearbox tweeted in response to these lawsuit claims from Calendar, Yes, it's true, but didn't elaborate on who is telling the truth, whether it's Gearbox or Calendar. And then last, Calendar or Gearbox says that Calendar is lying. He's trying to do a shakedown of the company. He also took unauthorized loans out and did not pay them back. And he's using lawyer language, quote-unquote, to hide his lies in plain sight. So, there's a lot of mudslinging going back and forth, and this could very well be um, a big deal coming down the pipe as this year moves forward with Gearbox potentially shipping some very big IPs this year. Uh, Borderlands 3 being one of those, right? Yes. So, I think about the only good news that can come out of this is Gearbox ships that game and everybody else forgets about all this craziness that's going on. So so just to be clear, the lawyer's name who's making these claims is Calendar. Like yes. The thing on the wall. Yes. Okay. That That's super confusing. Yeah. Calendar is the lawyer who 
apparently is good friends with the was good friends with the CEO and I think shit just hit the fan and they all kind of fell apart and now they're claiming Gearbox is claiming he's just trying to shake them down for money cuz he broke wow uh guys uh Optimus does this seem like something out of ripped out of the tabloid headlines to you or is this uh... it's Sounds quite tabloidy, but I know that Randy Pitchford's kind of a character in the industry. I don't, I, no, I don't. Never met the guy personally. He isn't a magic. Yeah, I mean, he tends to. He has made some controversial statements here and there, and there was that whole terrible Sega Aliens Colonel Colonial Marines deal that went down sour, and he kind of looked like. Uh, jackass and that whole thing, but um, you know who's to say it? It does sound a little exaggerated, but I don't know. I couldn't say. I, all, this is all I care about, right? All I care about is that we get Borderlands Three and it's good. Whatever That's happens, what I'm for. Out of this <laughs> I don't really care. All I want is Borderlands Three, and I want it to be awesome. It's been way too long. Um, you know. I could keep playing Borderlands 2 and Borderlands the pre-sequel and Borderlands 1, but I'd like a new one. That'd be nice. That's all I have to say about that. I just, I can't even believe half of this is true, and it just seems like it's going to be an ugly fight for a while. Speaking of ugly breakups, uh, Optimus, what's this uh, I hear about Bungie? Right, so uh, honestly, when this story popped, it was... I. I mean, I kind of ducked out of the the Destiny scene with the year two Forsaken add-on for Destiny two. I thought, you know, I think I'm done with this game. Maybe, maybe when three comes out, I'll see where they're at because they keep changing their minds about what they want the game to be. And I understand they're evolving the meta of the game, but like right when I was kind of comfortable with Destiny two, and I really liked that it was a little more casual than Destiny one. They pulled the rug out from under me and said, "Hey, we're going full on." hardcore again which is fine for those people that want that i just opted to not continue uh but it looks like they are leaving activision and going to self-publish after eight years which is about the same amount of time they were with microsoft i don't know if maybe destiny or uh bungie has like a seven year itch thing where they can only hang out for seven years and then they get separation anxiety and they gotta leave um it sounds like of course, there's no dirt. We probably won't hear the dirt on this story for a while, but for whatever reason, they're holding on to the Destiny IP, and they're going to self-publish going forward. We will see what happens as far as microtransactions, because that was one of the things about Destiny 2, is it had quite a bit of them. And not that that's not the norm for the industry at this point, but it seemed a little excessive. And I don't know if that was Activision in part, or Bungie in part, or the cost of the gaming development and the server maintenance. I don't know. Either way, they're, they're uh, mutually splitting up, and Bungie will be self-publishing going here on out, which probably a lot of publishers will be able to do once they make, or developers, once they make quite a name for themselves now in this digital publishing world. It's kind of what's happened in uh, a lot of the music industry. Gearbox did it. I mean, they made right. their money, and now they're publishing things. Maybe not anymore. I don't know. We'll see. So what's interesting to me about this is um, Destiny will continue to use Battle.net as its uh, multiplayer service, which uh, Blizzard only really opened up to 
Destiny 2, and then more recently the Call of Duty Black Ops 4 release. Previous Battle.net was just for Blizzard games. The other tidbit that, that came out of this is um, Activision, Blizzard's, uh, Activision Blizzard's stock was way down on this announcement, over 10%, and a fraud uh, lawsuit was filed against company by a lawyer representing uh, several shareholders. So, you know, again, this seems like one of those tabloid stories that's going to be, uh, we're going to be hearing about for a while. Um, Tammy, any thoughts on this guy? Uh, were you a Destiny player at all? I actually was not. Um, I was heavily into Clash for the last several years, so, uh, but I did find it interesting, the uh, the fraud investigation. I'd like to see how that plays out. Yeah, that could be pretty serious if uh, there's any truth to those allegations. So I guess uh, time will tell. Um, on a on a maybe a little more positive note than these last two stories, uh, Tamzilla, can you uh, tell us who's getting into the streaming business? Uh, maybe you can guess. It's our lovely Amazon. So I'm not I'm not a huge fan of cloud anything. Um, <clears throat> it's like I'm nervous about it and. You know, it makes me unsure. I like having things, uh, you know, I like having the hard copy. Um, and with, sorry, all the umming, you can edit that out. But <laughs> uh, with all the starts and stops with the video game streaming over the last couple of decades, it's kind of hard to get too excited about it too. But with Microsoft and Google and now Amazon in the ring, it's kind of like, and with the, you know, the advancements in technology, it, it actually does pique my interest and it kind of gives some credibility to the whole idea of losing the consoles entirely at some point in the future. Um, and interestingly enough, shortly after I read about this, uh, I read that Verizon is also in alpha testing for their own streaming service, which will be running on, or which is running on the NVIDIA set-top boxes. So I was just going to add, I think the interesting thing about it is, you know, how do I play all these games, all these streaming services? Is it strictly PC or are we going to have, you know, dedicated hardware? Yeah, and that's the thing is like uh, a lot of them, you know, you can pair them with an Xbox controller. And that brings me to my concern is, you know, will this sort of thing end up being like, you know, with Netflix and Hulu and Prime Video and that, you know, you have to like sign up for multiple services in order to get, you know, all the content that you want. And I'm kind of like, eh, you know, we're going to have like the proprietary, uh, proprietary stuff going on here. So I don't want to be shelling out a whole ton of cash to get everything that I want here. So. Yeah, I think that's kind of the scary uh, outcome of all this. Um, Hoptimus, any thoughts on whether game streaming services are viable? Are you a, a consumer? Um, it can be. The only thing I... I like digital purchasing as in you buy the game digitally and you own it digitally just because that means I don't have to get up and change out discs. That's cool. Getting into the cloud, I mean... With all these service providers putting on data caps, I don't know. This sounds like it's just going to cost consumers more and more money. And like Tam said, I'm not really interested in having to buy. I already have to because of, you know, the way that the, the TV streaming has gone. You know, Netflix was first and all of a sudden, you know, Hulu came out and then Amazon came out. And now Disney's got their own, HBO's got their own, Showtime's got their own. It's like, oh my God, you guys are just as bad as the cable companies now. You're nickel and dime the consumers to death. And then with this game 
thing it could go the same way. I'm I'm not too sure about how this all works. If it's like with Amazon, if it's something they include with Amazon Prime or discounted with Prime, I could see that being enticing. But it's I think as if there's more and more of these things popping up, people are going to have to buckle down and and uh, stick their stick their uh, heels in the ground and go. All right, that's it. That's all I can afford. I'm not buying anymore. If you're streaming services I don't know that's how I feel or how how I'm leaning right now depending on price and I'm very I don't have a lot of time for gaming so if they're gonna do that I'll probably just stick to the ones I really know yeah that's an, that brings me to another thing uh, you know I don't have a lot of time to game and you know I'm super picky and I you know I can just take a couple of games at a time so um, the other thing that this whole thing made me think about is you know, kind of exciting to see what Amazon might do as far as like Twitch integration at the same time. So, nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm being facetious. It, it's one of those things that it's becoming one of those things that, like Cop said, when is it too much? I mean, Amazon, Verizon, Google, every, everybody's doing it. PlayStation started it a while ago, and it's just, it's, it eventually it's going to be oversaturated to the point where developers are going to start. Oh, if you want to play my game, you have to pay for our streaming service from EA, pay for streaming service from Ubisoft, or and like Cop said, I'm just going to go to the games and the companies that I care to pay money to, or I'm going to start rotating every month on the different services, and then next thing you know, Netflix is going to start streaming games too. So. Where does it end? Is this going to be the new norm? Consoles are already heading that direction. There's rumors that Microsoft's going to have the streaming box. You know, I, I like like Hop. I, like Hop said, I I rather have the rights on my like the files installed in my hard drive so I can play it when I want to play it, and I don't have to worry about buffering or my internet going down for more than a day or. You know, just different things that that would hinder me from accessing the thing that I want to do when I have the time to do it. Well, I think you guys are thinking of this completely the wrong way. In a world where all of our games are in the cloud, um, multiplayer will be faster. And once we're all digitized and uploaded into the cloud, uh, latency will be better. So, I mean, I think this kind of this problem solves itself in the long run. Um, all joking aside, uh, Hoptimus, you have a little PSA for us? Yeah, um, it looks like Microsoft is doing something cool with their rewards program, which if you're already a member, you know, you get rewards for Bing searches, and they have um, rewards, the rewards app on Xbox, which you would get rewards for certain games. Well, now they're adding uh, Game Pass games are going to get reward points. Um, you can earn up to 2,100 points this month, and I don't know if that number is going to fluctuate per month per game, but there's a selection of games. If you log into the Rewards app, it tells you which games and how many points you can earn by doing certain quests or making certain achievements in the game. Um, you'll get reward points, which is basically like free money, uh, sort of. takes about... 5,000 reward points to get about $5 in Microsoft credit, so in about two months you'll get free five bucks just by playing games that you might have played anyway. So that's kind of a neat thing that they're doing. 
Yes, speaking of, you know, not having enough time to play video games. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, I'm actually really excited about this because I had no idea about it until y'all mentioned it. So another reason to be thankful to be in this community. So. Well, very good. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, really interested to see it. I was able to go in and I'd actually already earned one of the achievements needed for a reward. So I just got 500 points for free for using. Oh, yeah, because I saw I saw the division was in there and I'm sure I have those. I, I've done everything in that game probably humanly possible. I should boot it up tonight and see. Better hurry. Division's leaving Game Pass if that's the only way you have it. Now let's move on to releases and updates. Fenrir, can you take us through some of the releases this month? All right, guys, I've just started my second beer, so let's make this really quick. January 11th on the Switch, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Uh, January 18th, Xbox PS4 drops Ace Combat 7. January 18th on Xbox, we finally get Guacamelee 2. It's already out on PS4. January 24th on the PC, Battlefleet Gothic Armada 2. January 24th, Xbox, PSC, P- Ooh, Xbox, PC, PS4, Life is Strange 2, Episode 2, which will drop on Game Pass as well. January 25th, Xbox, PC, PS4, Resident Evil 2, the remake. January 29th, Xbox and PS4, Kingdom Hearts 3. That's some of your highlights for the releases for January and the rest of this month. So get what you want to get and have some fun. All right, awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to a couple of those, so I'm excited. Um, we do have a couple of game updates as well this month that were looked particularly interesting. Uh, Fallout 76 uh, has an update arriving this week for consoles. It's out on PC. Uh, it contains 150 fixes, including performance optimization, bug fixes, and most importantly, this is the top of the release notes, the power armor light is brighter. So, you know, that's funny. That's that was a complaint from a couple of my friends, but they did finally fix a bug that was helpful to players where you could uh, basically have unlimited use to fusion cores. They finally fixed that bug. So some people are going to be very sad. About yeah, that. that was that was a big deal for people um, as well. Call of Duty four got a pretty substantial update. Uh, the zombies mode now has some. Uh, Nebulium Plasma Balancing. They've also added Gauntlets, a 30-round challenge with unique rules for each round and rewards at uh, round 10, 20, and 30. If you complete all 30 without failing, you get a special reward, and there's uh, three fails or strikes, and you start back at round one. The Blackout Mode is getting a new looting multi-row grid, make it a little easier to see what you're looting, which I think is fantastic. And some limited time modes are coming, but we don't know what that means yet. Um, certainly Fortnite's made quite a bit of uh, excitement around those limited time modes. My wife is always uh, checking them out and really excited to see what they're doing there. So I think a lot of Blackout players will get into this. Finally, for the traditional multiplayer in Call of Duty 4, we have map rotation fixes and stability improvements. So some kind of meat and potatoes updates there for Call of Duty 4, but I think uh, a lot of people will be pretty excited. Now let's move on to our playlists. Timzilla, as our guest for this episode, uh, we'd like you to tell us what you've been playing. Well, like I said, I've been heavily ingrained in Red Dead Redemption 2. 
I did not play the first one. I picked this up on a whim one night on my way home from work after my daughter had moved to Texas and I was just like, you know what? I just want to do something new and it just caught my attention and I've been in love ever since. I have not touched the online part of it at all. I'm not sure that I will. Um, we'll see, but uh, I'm almost through the second epilogue and I've had my heart severely broken and I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, other than that, um, for me, I, I feel like, you know, there, there isn't a week that goes by that I don't play some sort of Halo and I'm not even just talking about Halo Night, um, our Halo Night, um, between, you know, that and Onrush and uh, the other sort of love that I left for a bit and have now kind of been dabbling back into is Clash of Clans, which, you know, mobile game, you know, haha, is it a real game? Yes, it is a real game, suckas. So just wanted to say that, but so that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, I like I said, not too much time to play a whole lot else. So I have to choose wisely. And those are my choices right now. Awesome. Well, what did you think of Onrush? Because I, I, that was kind of a new one for a lot of us uh, for this past week's game night. I actually really enjoyed it. I'm not a huge fan of any kind of racing games, but um, this one, the, the controls, once you got them, it, it felt really good. Um, and it, it's quick paced. And I like that there's no real, um, you're not racing to the end of the game necessarily. So it was just kind of a, a cool variation of the racing games. Awesome. Well, thanks for that. Uh, Hoptimus, how's your list looking? You've uh, been playing quite a few things this, this past couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, it gets bigger. Uh, not necessarily better, bigger. Um, I'm trying to chip away at some single player, um, playing two Castlevania titles simultaneously, Mirror of Fate and Lords of Shadow 1. They're kind of connected. Uh, been getting into a little bit more Rainbow Six Siege again with the crew that I play with. Um, Fenrir twists my arm and makes me play Blackout with him on Black Ops 4. Been playing Battlefield 5 with some of the tag guys. Uh, still trying to f uh, work on the new content on Forza Horizon 4. And of course, after playing on Rush, I decided to buy it because it was on sale last week. And I really enjoy that. And it's a lot of fun. Um, Ghost Recon with a couple of yahoos that run a podcast. I don't know if you know those guys. And <laughs> I booted up Far Cry 5 just to check it out because I bought it. And I was like, oh, I want to play this a little bit. And I just wanted to see it. It's beautiful. I'll probably put it aside for a little bit uh, before I go deeper into that. So I'm trying to chip it away since, to some single player. But if you look at this list, I play a lot of multiplayer because I am a very kind of um, social gamer. I like doing multiplayer. That's one of my things. I think uh, it's safe to say that Optimus has revitalized the Ghost Recon Wildlands gaming <laughs> community for tag. I think it was it was kind of a weird um, apex where we all kind of decided, hey, yeah, let's all play that game again. And so, I mean, we're playing it, me, you, Mel, and then Ghost and Obi are playing it. There's a couple other guys. There was somebody else from tag. Oh, Faustus was saying how he had played it early on and he hadn't played yeah. it and he saw he saw us playing it and he's like oh man i want to play that game again <laughs> so yeah could That's... be sith owns it he just hasn't played it lately and i think anthem owns it too so maybe we can get them in too yeah we definitely need to keep the uh word going strong and get more people going because it's a lot of fun when you have oh yeah strong bad too yeah. Oh, yeah yeah mel and i played with him he was he was a good fun to play with what's up tam what are you thinking 
I just how hard you guys make it to stay just stuck on one game. It just makes me jealous, makes me want to quit my job, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, it, yeah, it is. There are so many good games. I mean, we are we are in a wonderful time for gaming because there are fun, quality, deep games around every corner. And it's hard, but it's a great problem to have, I think. All right, well, I'm going to jump in with my playlist now. I'm going to... My list is a little shorter, not as short as last time, but it's uh, got some different games on there. I've been running around with Celeste, which if you have games with, if you have Xbox Live, Gold, uh, games with Gold, it's free right now. And, oh, that game is a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I love the platforming element to it. It makes a, there's a challenge. There's also just a really kind of cool, endearing story that's going on with it, and Kind of makes you wonder what's going to come next. Goose Recon Wildlands. So much fun when you get a group of people running around. And, you know, silly things happen. Like, you know, Ghost Touch dies underneath his van inside of the crack of a rock. And no one can revive him. And then I get stuck and die under the same spot. And I get told I'm an idiot. You know, it's, it's good stuff. Call of Duty Blackout. Uh, Optimus twists my arm, playing it every every night. You know, I turn the Xbox on. I'm getting invited by him right away. Hey, what? Plays Blackout and uh, Strange Brigade. Try to get a mission in every week with Mel. So if you have Strange Brigade and you want to play it, it is on Game Pass. Come join Mel and I. It's a lot of fun. And Fallout 76. I'm just getting my feet wet in there. It seems like it would be a lot of fun. Have yet to really play with anybody. And last but not least, I'm trying out Absolver just to kind of really get a idea of what the game is. If you like fighting games, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, those different games, you might get a little bit of vibe with it. It's kind of like those games mixed with Dark Souls and some other multiplayer aspects to it. So give it a try. See if you like it. It's it's kind of fun. Hop, what's up? Oh, I was going to say, I uh, I have installed Strange Brigade so I can finally play it with you guys. And we all forgot that we ran through the old Tristram mode on Diablo 3 during the seasonal event, and that was very fun, and I loved yes. the retro 256 color and 8-way control shenanigans. That was pretty awesome. Thanks for that, guys. That was a good time. That was fun. And, of course, Diablo 3. If anybody ever wants to play Diablo 3, don't hesitate to hit me, Mel, or hop up. We will run around and slay the dark lord and his demons any time of day any time of night absolutely all right well i finally beat Thronebreaker. that's been my big accomplishment um that's the single player game that is paid but is also a companion to the free gwent standalone multiplayer uh competitive card game that kind of all came out of the witcher 3 uh Certainly an interesting game to play. Uh, it's a 2D navigate around the map, and then you find these card battles, and some of them are puzzles, some of them are just straight-up fights, but I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I finished it finally, though, because the game uh, crashed quite a bit, which unfortunately is a bit of a theme for my uh, playlist this week. Uh, Ghost Run Recon Wildlands, uh, we mentioned before, I think it's still a blast. Uh, you just really have to watch out for the killer tree branches uh, flying the helicopter because, man, uh, missiles, machine gun fire, no problem. 
your helicopter hits a tree branch and, and it's done. Um, Onrush, I, I really enjoy the quick kind of fun, just jump in and race. I, I really wish though that the 6v6 human teams was working. We could play six players against six AI, but not uh, actual humans, which was a little disappointing. And from what we can tell, it's just something they never finished in the game design, unfortunately. Far Cry 5. Uh, I had a lot of problems with the game um, after I beat it. I tried to reset the Peggies. Uh, that didn't really seem to work. I would go to their little um, fortresses in the game and, and it would be random people. Uh, that may have just been a bug I played it very early on. And so uh, Optimus, when he started playing, I wanted to play some co-op with him and he was still taking his time to get through the tutorial. So I fired up New Game Plus. On the new super duper hard difficulty, uh, I could not even beat the tutorial. <laughs> so I ended up uh, starting a new New Game Plus on a slightly less arduous difficulty and, and have been enjoying that quite a bit. Uh, the nice thing is you carry over a lot of your weapons and, and unlocks. Uh, so it, it really makes it a lot of fun to just run around and blast people with your crazy grenade launchers and, and super guns and things like that. Uh, I mentioned having problems with games crashing. The latest Assassin's Creed Odyssey patch uh, continuously locks up uh, the game for me on the Xbox One X. Not sure what they did. I'm hoping they'll fix it soon because that's still one of my favorite games. And I was trying to burn my way through to level 70, which is the cap now. And I couldn't do it. The game kept, kept dying on me. Um, finally, you know, Fenrir mentioned we play Strange Brigade every week. I think the game has a very different shooter mechanic than a lot of games. Sort of the third person, but it's a, a little more methodically paced. And the hardest thing about getting into the game is finding the right weapon for you and your play style. So I really encourage you, if you do give it a try, you know, play around, spend a few minutes with it, try some different guns. Don't be afraid to, you know, try the first five or 10 minutes of a level and then restart with a different gun, see, see if you can find what works for you. So, uh, but it's a, it, the game has such a great sense of humor and it's such a blast. I, I can't recommend it enough. So community updates, uh, Optimus, what do we do on Mondays? Mondays is Xbox game night. And last Monday, we had quite a bit of fun playing Onrush, which was a new game for a lot of people. Um, and actually, it was, uh, I uh, was watching a Digital Foundry tech review, their tech games of the year, and the guy, like Honorable Mention, he brought up Onrush, and I was like, I never played that, that game looks awesome. It looks like Forza Horizon meets Burnout 3 Takedown, which are two of my favorite games. It sounded like peanut butter and jelly, or peanut butter and chocolate your choice <laughs> so i i or had fluff. game pass or, or fluff yeah the yes, marshmallow fluff peanut fluff. butter marshmallow fluff i could get in i could get into some of that all right so <laughs> i uh, had game pass i fired it up and i was like wow this is great and like i said earlier i saw that it was on sale so i bought a copy because you know games don't last on game pass and i liked it that much it was so cheap on the sale anyway i think it was 12 dollars. so i was like all right um so we decided to have that for game night. And it was it was actually a lot of fun. The only like Mel said, the only frustrating thing was is that it seemed like there was a six v six all human player mode, but we couldn't figure out how to make it work. So we had to do two rooms for a while, and then as people had to leave for uh, family affairs or sleep, we got down to a smaller room. Um, 
and it was a lot of fun. This Monday we are going to do, or actually tonight as we're recording this, they're playing Rocket League. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what next Monday will hold for us. But every week we try to play an Xbox game, and it's on our Discord server in a channel called Xbox Game Night, where uh, I will ask people their suggestions for a game, and people will suggest things, or we just pick one, something that's on uh, either a Games with Gold game or... Uh, Game Pass game, or something that's hugely popular, like we had Horizon 4 for a while because everybody bought it. Um, I think probably when Crackdown 3 comes out, that'll probably be an Xbox game night game for a while. I'll let Tam go ahead and talk about Halo Night this week since she loves Halo. Yes, yes I do. I'm not very good at it, but I do love it. Stop. <laughs> and, and <laughs> well, and to be fair, we've been playing a lot of Halo 5 lately, and I've barely played Halo 5. I mean, I played through the whole campaign, but anyway, back to Halo Knight. Um, we've been swapping. We've actually been playing Halo 5 for the last couple of weeks. Um, actually, three weeks, and I'm, I'm hoping we'll go back to Master Chief Collection, but it's a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to... Oh, go, 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 go. Yo, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go back to MCC also. Don't Thank get me wrong. you. I like five, Thank but you. I want to play Rockets on Actual Prisoner. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> that is all, Hop says. <laughs> um, and this is actually what, uh, besides, you know, coming into the Discord server... And meeting a bunch of friendly people right off the bat, this is really what sold me to the whole tag community. Uh, my first, my first Halo night, I was just like, okay, y'all are my family. You're stuck with me. Deal with it. So I encourage everyone who enjoys Halo to definitely check it out Thursday nights. Um, so the book club selection this time out is the fifth season by N.K. Jemison. It's a fantasy novel. Uh, I haven't read it, started it yet, but I will be reading it. For this month, we'll be talking about it starting uh, tomorrow, I think, in the channel. So you can always join us on the book club channel on Discord if you want to uh, participate in the conversation. Fenrir, what, uh, what's going on with Gems of War? All right, so I'm going to give us a little update provided to us by Calvin, uh, the PS4 champion from TAG. And he says... TAG is currently 24th in the world on PS4 and shooting for top 20 in 2019. For the week ending January 13th, we gained a collective 89 levels, donated almost 26 million gold, collected over 43,000 seals, smashed out almost 10,000 trophies, and have a combined 548 entries into this week's $10 Canadian draw. We also did almost 600,000 damage to the raid boss and... At Pedro 171, absolutely killed it with 98,424 raid points for this week, putting him fourth on the global leaderboards and securing him the number one spot for raid damage on our Hall of Fame. We say goodbye this week to Raphius, whom has been with Tag for 336 days as he departs to start his next adventure and first time fatherhood. Congrats, congrats to Raphius. We wish. We wish him well and hope he returns when he can down the road and real life frees him up to do frees him up some time to do so. We welcome Mel Mel in his place this week and look forward to having him and one more new member join yet to be found to join the tag family. Congratulations to Steven, our prize draw winner this week. We hope you enjoy the free cash. We will be announcing our next event next week that will be running January twenty first through twenty seventh. Keeping on our Discord channel for an announcement this week. 
from all of us at Tag and Tag 2 on the PS4 Gems Award Guild. Happy gaming to everyone. So Calvin, if I just totally wrecked that, I'm sorry. I still don't know what Gems of War is. With all these games coming to Game Pass each month, we wanted to explore some of the lesser known titles. Now, we're not trying to do a full review. Uh, we just wanted to get some first impressions after playing the game for about an hour. Uh, Tamzilla, would you please introduce our first game for Hour of Game Pass? So you and Fenrir started slinging mud earlier playing, I uh, think, a little game called uh, what is it? Spin Tires Mud Runners from Game Pass. Uh, so you guys do what, an hour? Yep, absolutely. So now that you guys had a chance to clean up after your ordeal, what were your impressions, Fenrir? Nope, 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 nope. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> Alright, so the game is not that bad. It's just, it's it's like a truck driving simulator. So... You, you get in a truck, you turn off your parking brake, you drive through some mud, you get stuck, you turn on all-wheel drive, you drive through the mud some more, so you put on your differential, and then you drive through some more mud, you wreck into a few trees because the turning doesn't auto-correct itself back to center, apparently, and you pick up some logs. And you turn around and you drive through more mud until you get to the logging place to drop off your logs. Pretty much, I will say, is this game has a lot of wood in it. I mean, there's so much wood that you wouldn't know what to do. Right, Hop? Would you know what to do with all that wood? I I would not. And I, that I don't think I'm even going to fire that game up if there's that much wood in there. I... I it is a unique game. If you're really into simulators that give you a real-life glimpse into what the logging industry is like, Mud Runners Spin Tires is for you. I, I don't even think I said the name of the game right. So Spin Tires Mud Runners is uh, a, trying to be a very realistic simulation of driving these trucks. What impresses me about the game i was a little uh more up on it than, than fender i've played it before but um if you look closely you know your giant knobby truck tires the mud is actually accumulating on the tires and it's dynamically simulated so it'll fall off if you go through water as an example it changes how your vehicle grips and performs as you drive the more mud or less mud that you have on the tires the a big part of the game is moving logs, as Fen said, or supplies or uh, fuel around the map to different places. And you can do that on your vehicle or you can add a trailer. But if you add a trailer, you know, that disables locking your differential, which makes it harder to get through some of the, the really tough parts of the map. Um, there's quite a bit of the world, the, the maps that are basically inaccessible unless you have some of the best vehicles in the game. Um, another part of it is unlocking different stations, which you do by dropping off supplies. Uh, it does have, I think, up to, certainly has four player. It might even have more players in co-op, which allows you to specialize. So Fenrir can drive the logging truck. I can drive the fuel truck and top him off, or I can 
have a repair truck and drive. You would like him. to top me off, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, I can drive a repair truck, and when he crashes into the tree for the eighth time, I can fix up his truck. So there, there's a lot of, of uh, options with the game, which I think makes it a lot of fun. It It is definitely not, you know, Forza Horizon where you're just barreling over the uh, the landscape to get where you're going, though. I, You know, with a game that has so much wood in it, I, I just can't. I just can't. There's too much slugging through the wood the woods to get to the wood to be able to drop your wood off at the logging station so they can cut their wood up but but there are I've... three different three different sizes of wood that you can carry on your truck depending on how you outfit your vehicle yeah i don't know i i prefer a game like on rush where you can just ram it up the back end and wreck somebody and destroy them so all right. Well, may not be for everybody. I enjoyed Spin Tires, Mud Runners. I think it's definitely uh, a nice change of pace if you're willing to kind of learn how to drive all o- a big truck all over again. Uh, Fenrir, what was your uh, what are your last thoughts here? Eh, give it a shot. See if it's for you. I mean, I'm not going to be the person that says don't play a game, especially if you have Game Pass and you can download it for free and not really worry about it. So, give it a shot. See what if you enjoy it, and then move on. I thought for sure he was just going to say wood. <laughs> now, if you have a suggestion for us for a game from Game Pass that we should try for an hour of Game Pass uh, segment, drop in the podcast channel on Discord and let us know. All right, so we're going to talk about our deep dive topic for the week, uh, gaming communities. You know, I, I'm a member of TAG, uh, have been for quite a while, although I was a pretty uh, absent member for a number of years. I've really enjoyed the sense of community personally. Um, I think we've got a, a real friendly group and very active on Discord, which really helps you feel like you're part of something. Uh, but I've also been in communities that, you know, they, they don't talk on Discord at all. You know, they're all doing it in-game, and so it can be a very different dynamic. Uh, what are some of your experiences, Hop, with gaming communities? Woo, boy, you guys sure you want to go down this road? We're going to be here for a while. I'm going to do the abridged version. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, the first community I was in, I was in two different... This is on PC. I was in two different clans, mostly revolving around Counter-Strike during the very early days. The first clan I was in was actually based here out of Arizona. Um, They were very competitive and really aggressive on the West Coast Game Spy Online Gaming League. This is digging up some old shit that's probably long buried by now. This is way before MLG came in and took over everything. Um, I left that community because the group was very competitive and the quote-unquote leader would get very angry if you didn't play good. And basically one night he literally yelled at me over Roger Wilco. This is before TeamSpeak, guys. Roger Wilco for all you old-time PC gamers. Oh, I remember Roger Wilco. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm done. And so the uh, one of the other guys, he kept trying to get me to come back, but I left. And I had I had become friends with a rival, one of our rival clans we used to play, and they were a bunch of really cool guys from. They were from New York, but a bunch of them lived in Georgia. They were there for work, 
I ended up joining their clan, and uh, they were great. They were just a lot of fun. That was that was a good time. And then when I quit PC gaming, when the original Xbox came out and Xbox Live hit, um, you know, I fell in love with it. And one day I was on the old Team Xbox website, which was this is before they got gobbled up by IGN. A group of guys they were starting a exclusive community for Xbox gamers called XMG, Xbox Mature Gamers, and I joined those guys. And that was really cool for a while. Everybody was really close, and they used to cap membership, I think, at 100 or 200? 200 members, I think. Because you could only have 100 members on your friends list, but they capped the group at 200. And it was really cool. Everybody played games, and we had weekly game nights kind of like tagged us now. We We used to play a lot of PGR 2. That was a staple. Rainbow Six, Halo 2, uh, mech assault stuff like that as the years went on and uh, forums were starting to die it was almost like they were nobody was really active on the forum anymore some you know people were using Facebook and Twitter which I didn't really use that much and um, I wanted to look for another community because I was like I don't have anybody to game with all these guys disappeared so I went and found uh, a place called Age, and I was with them for a little while, and it was uh, it was one of my old friends from XMG that invited me one night to play Halo Night on a Thursday, and he said, these guys are great, and it was Tag. And uh, so, like Tam, ever <laughs> since I found Halo Night on Tag like five years ago, that's where I've been. This is where I hang my hat now. Um, I think Halo Night really... has that kind of magic, doesn't right? it? Right, <laughs> if you're into Halo. If you're not into True. Halo, it won't have any magic on you. I think the thing that'll keep a community together is interaction via some kind of social network like like we have Discord. We moved from forms to Discord and that was actually part in my doing because I I petitioned me and a couple other guys on the tag council were like, hey man, this forum's dead. Nobody's coming in here. Let's either move on to a newer platform um, and a lot of people, we were using Discord for chat anyway, so we just decided to move the whole chat to a Discord platform. It made the most sense, and it also cost us a lot less money because paying for form software was expensive. So anyway, having a social presence, setting up regular game nights, you know, trying to get the community to um, meet and greet and play with each other. I mean, it's hard. There's clicks. There's definitely, I think there's definitely clicks even with tag we have. There's definitely the Xbox people that we only have Xbox. There's the PS4 people and there's the PC people. But I think at least on the Discord and the general chat, you see all of those people interacting with each other and having a good time. And I think that's what a community needs is just friendly banter. Any, any kind of like animosity should be kind of either dealt with or kicked out. And we've had... Hardly any of that. It's the whole time I've been at Tag, there's only been a few. And I guess right before I joined, there was a couple, but that got all kind of uh, taken care of. So uh, I really like being part of Tag. It's a lot of fun, and uh, it allows me to meet up with other people that have similar interests. And, you know, I love that we have a Discord that we can ping each other for games, you know, because sometimes in the middle of the day I'm home and I'm like, where is everybody? Does anybody want to play Battlefield? And a couple of people will pop on. Yeah, I'll play. That's really, it's a really cool uh, thing to have. So I'm very thankful for that. And now that I'm done with my rant, I will let the next person go. Yeah, and I, you know, just touching on what Hop said, you know, the sense of community and tag is just phenomenal. I, I'm so glad that you guys switched to Discord. Otherwise, I would have never found you. I think the actual way that I found you was searching on a website devoted to listing 
uh, Discord servers. I just looked for like adult gamers because I was just looking for a new group of people and boom, there you were. And, you know, the second I joined the, the community, it was like, you know, I had I, like three or four people talking to me and I'm like, ho, ho, and now I'm a chatty person. So I wasn't at all, you know, nervous about this. I was just like not used to this because usually, you know, when you hit a new community, you know, it's kind of like sometimes it's like pulling teeth. So, <laughs> um, and the other thing that I, I just want to kind of say is that, you know, as someone who is a female gamer and, you know, I'm an older female gamer, uh, you know, I deal with a lot of stuff, you know, when I'm, I'm in a community, I won't really touch on much of that. But, you know, there's a lot of weird behavior, as you can all imagine. But, you know, no one even mentions the fact that I'm female, like ever, unless they're using pronouns. So and I just love that because I can just come in, I can just do my thing, I can suck with y'all at Halo, or Onrush or whatever, and just be like, hey, it's all good. Wait, you're a yeah. girl. I am. That's what my my birth certificate says. But oh man. <laughs> well, you know, I I think one of the things that I find so interesting about tag is the council keeping an eye on things, working together for the good of the community, uh, making sometimes the hard judgment calls about you know uh, if there's a problem and how to resolve it. Um, but it's not, they're not doing that in isolation. It's a rotating responsibility. So everybody gets a, a chance to, uh, you know, participate in that leadership if they're interested and, and when there's elections coming up, things like that. So I really feel like the community has managed to sustain itself because it doesn't thrive on drama. It's about getting together with your friends to play games. Absolutely. Um, I should mention that based on last week's game night uh, on rush session, we do have a new recruitment video up on the adultgamer.com. If you scroll down to the be terrible with us section, there's a uh, wonderful video put together by uh, community member Anthem, and it is now the official tag recruitment video. So you got to watch it. You may learn how to properly install your, uh, what is that called? Boudet? In your bathroom. Oh my yeah. god, that was just ridiculous. And, and uh, Anthem is one of those members of the community. I've actually known him for a. I mean, I met him playing Halo Reach, um, and uh, I convinced him to join Tag because he is such a a cool guy, and he loves Halo, and he loves um, having fun. He's really good at Halo too, and he's never really brags about it. Yeah, he's, I don't know about that, but yeah, he, I would say he's hes probably one of the best players I've ever played with, um, but he never like throws that in your face. He has a lot of fun with it, and uh, he's not one to uh, to uh, be shy about having fun, and I love that he makes these video clips, and, and he had stopped for a while because of work. He had made so many funny Halo reels, and there were many Halo nights I wish we had reels of because they are, I still sometimes once in a while go back and watch a couple of them because they are just they make me laugh so hard i mean you can hear me laughing in the video i'm laughing while i'm watching the video because they're great and I, i'm really glad that anthem does those that's something i noticed right away anthem he doesn't brag he, he's obviously really good at the game uh, the other thing is hop laughing always makes me laugh and also with hop i really found that i found uh, our feel that i've found a soulmate with the whole singing no matter what you know finding a song for everything so I'm just home. That's all there is to it. Well, I, I will say I find Tag to be a really special place as well. Um, I certainly put 
a lot of energy, try to put a lot of positive energy into the community. And I know uh, all of my fellow hosts here do as well. I think that's one of the things that makes it so much fun. All right, so wrapping up for tonight, we're, we're coming in just under an hour. Um, I wanted to remind everybody to visit theadultgamer.com. There we have fun recruitment videos. We have pod, the podcast links to where you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, and now Spotify. We also at the bottom have a couple little links to Amazon US and Amazon CA. And what those are about, the way TAG pays its bills is through these Amazon affiliate links. If you click through there, Amazon gives TAG a little kickback from whatever you buy. Now, it doesn't change your price. It doesn't, you don't pay any more, but it's a nice way, easy way to help support the TAG community. So just remember to, if you're going to go buy something on Amazon, visit TAG first, click on that link, and then shop Amazon. So the help support the uh, community here. Uh, I'm Mellified. You can find me at mellified.com or on the tag Discord, of course. Uh, Fenrir, how about you, man? How do we find you? Yeah, you can find me at Fenrir765 on Discord and Xbox Live. Uh, feel free to join me on any game that I may be playing or if you got something going on and you just need a partner in crime for a few minutes and you see me online, don't hesitate to send me an invite. Uh, to join your party and if I got the game I'll play it with you uh, also if you want to come join the fun at the podcast uh, go to the podcast channel look at the pinned messages you can find all the different ways that you can listen to the podcast also a google form to join or you can just post the podcast channel hey I got something important to say about gaming I want to come join you guys we got a lot of great guests lined up for the next few episodes but we could always use you and your ideas and your positive attitude we would love to have people that play games on PC, PS4, Nintendo come join us and share their thoughts and add add to our craziness that is the TagCast. So I look forward to many more episodes and I look forward to playing some games with you guys on Xbox Live. And I think it is important to mention that we do want to hear about your interest in gaming, um, your personal you know figurine collection is fantastic. Totally support you, but not the podcast for that. Tamzilla, how how about you? Any last thoughts before we call it a night? Uh, nope, but I will let you know. Uh, Tamzilla1620 on Discord, and my Xbox username is the Tamzilla, no spaces. So feel free to send me a friend request if I'm on. I'm definitely willing to play some Halo or whatever I got. So thanks for having me on, by the way. Appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, you can find me on the Discord as Optimus on Xbox Live. I'm Optimus Maximus with the I and Maximus as a number one. Uh, hit me up at, during the day if you want to play some Battlefield Five. Uh, I need sniper practice. Anyway, I was always looking forward to playing uh, co-op multiplayer games with people. So hit us up. We like to have fun. You might get teabagged, though. Just <laughs> drop it Oh, one last note. I have to say that this episode is completely brought to you guys pantless for Stud Knuckle. Yes, I, I actually do have my pants wow. on today, so we're, we're rocking in style. Um, whoops, <laughs> I, I have my pants on. Yeah, me me too. I didn't, I, you guys should have told me right? before. I didn't get the memo. Oh, I forgot pictures. all about it. Dang it. Hop, Hoptimus, do you have pants? I thought you were just did workout <laughs> shorts. 
I basically wear pajamas all day because I wear pajamas to work in, and then I come home and put on sweatpants or shorts. So yeah. Well, that that that's a soft pant option. Yeah, so. I don't wear any real pants anymore. It's very rare. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, thanks everybody. It's been a blast as always. Tagcast number four is in the can. Thanks. Good night. <laughs>